not again. Yo guys, what's going on? And a welcome back to Music and Madness, which is a segment that we do on Third Times of Charm where we cover music and you know what's going on in the world. I know we put this on hiatus and sorry for that, but it's back. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening that we'd like to address. And also, I'm a little salty at Drake because he dropped his album as I had the episode already recorded. Of course, I'm joined by DZ. What's up? Hello. And we like to welcome a new guest here on Third Times of Charm. Um, really cool guy. Going to be doing an interview with him later on. Uh, please welcome... Honest details or HD. How you doing, people? All right, all right. So, not to get everyone down, but I'd like to address a very serious sort of topic just to open this up. And sometime last week, uh, rapper XXX Tentacion was uh, shot and killed which is a terrible thing to happen. They had a huge memorial service to him. And for me, like, I I got into his music very, very late, like shortly before he died, which is a bit surreal uh, that he, you know, eventually passed. And I I just want to get your thoughts on... uh, just the whole situation, what you take from this. I know he was a very inspiring uh, individual who helped a lot of people go through depression. Um, This is a show where I'd like to help people through that. If they're having a very bad day, just hope we entertain you so that you feel better about your day. So... Yeah, this one hits me heavy. Um, HD, as you're new, uh, what were your initial thoughts on upon hearing the news of X's passing? I mean, honestly, um, this might be a little cynical, but the amount of music deaths in the past two years is just like astoundingly, um, astoundingly sad. Um, right. So many, we, we've lost so many great artists. You know, we lost Prince. Like, that was, that one really, really hit me. We lost Prince, um, so many different actors. Um, I, f- I forgot that, I forgot the dude's name. Um, he, he died like four months ago. Right. We also recently just lost uh, Joe Jackson as well. Yeah, Joe, Joe Jackson. I mean, that's not who I was talking about, but like, he just, he just the other day. Um, I think that the music industry has been taking a big hit as far as lifestyle lifestyle goes versus loss of life. Um, we keep losing these talented artists, and honestly, something has to be done about that. Right, and uh, before we continue, uh, DZ, what about you? What are your 
thoughts. I know you. I, I know you kind of uh, was a fan, uh, or listened to his music a little bit more than I did. Yeah, I mean, just to add to what was said by uh, HD, like, I think the new, like, the artists, the rappers are being targeted because first it was, like, the chain snatching, right? right? Because X, X, uh, he got robbed for his uh, Louis bag and then killed, right? Right? So, I mean, like, I listen to some of his music. I'm not a hardcore right, fan, right. you know, but I know that, yeah, he he seems like a down to the down to earth right. individual. He helps a lot of people, you know. And what I really like about this guy is that he didn't make the fame get to right. his head because. He was going around buying houses for his like family and all that. Right. Yeah. So like I like to see moves like that, bro. Yeah. So not he's not the type to like, you know, buy all these chains, buy all these fancy cars and get lost in that sauce right there. But he's been doing some good moves when he was on Earth, man. But it's sad. Right. It's sad. It's sad. And uh yeah. Just to you know bring this up i know uh you said this and like i kind of like this so i wanted to mention this you mentioned that uh it seems when you're doing your thing and you're on your hustle uh you then become a target so like yeah <laughs> honestly i'm just like because the whole community uh spoke very highly of him I know he had the beef with like Drake or whatever, but do you think that this passing will finally shed a light on you know the violence that comes with the uh, the music industry, or like because something just has to give because people are people are dying left and right. I mean, honestly, people have been dying left and right since since like the turn of the 90s you know like right you remember um Word. when proof died like you know like it was like damn proof died it happened when biggie died damn biggie died it happened right Mike, damn it happened oh man you know the whole thing everybody just you know they said their prayers they idolized and immortalized these guys for the music and said that they appreciate the music and then just like any death you know life goes on um I think mm-hmm. nowadays, especially, we live in a culture where people are watching life go by instead of experience it, experiencing right. it and, you know, doing something right. about it. Like we see all these, you know, you see all these issues going on, you know, like we all know global warming's happening, but how many people are going to like stop eating burgers and picking up plastic bags and putting them in the garbage every time they see, you know, like people mm-hmm. just go about their life like the issue is too big and too out of sight for it to be the forefront of their mind. Mm-hmm. Or uh, did you have something to elaborate on that? Uh, easy. Yeah, I mean, to add to that, 
I I think like yeah, the culture that we're living in right now, fam, like people will you get more love when you're gone. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying, fam? And it's it's so it's like so natural for you know, it's so easy to post uh or oh, rest in peace, X, rest in peace, so and so. But it's hard, it's rare to post up, yo, I appreciate you, fam. Hope you're doing good out there. Keep doing on keep doing your hustle. Right. But I don't know, fam. Like it's I mean, I don't know what, what else to say about that, fam. Like yeah. I feel like we don't appreciate things until they're gone. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's really funny. It's funny that you said say that because now "Sad" is one of the, which was a song by him. It's now one of the most viewed songs on YouTube, and I'm just like, wow! Like he was so underappreciated, and with the whole controversy of the domestic violence um, case, in which. The, uh, the person came out and said and rescinded everything saying that it never happened wow it, it's just it's really we live in a society where like as you said we don't appreciate things until they're gone like it's as DZ said it's so easy to to post rest in peace but for some reason we live in a generation where it's not easy to of someone to be like oh i appreciate you and x was one of those individuals who would uh, message people hey are you good like hey i've heard i haven't heard from you for a while hey i'm so proud of you hey like it's just it's really shady sometimes your old family members do that for them like word seriously one thing one thing i uh I saw, not to like give her that much attention right now, she doesn't need it, but uh, Danielle Brigoli, who, if you don't know who that is, um, she's the Catch Me Outside girl. How about uh, that? Who, who's now making music. <laughs> um, you know, she said, one of the last things she's, the last thing that she said to him when they talked was, I never want to talk to you again. And then he died. So... Damn. She she's she's like she feels like like shit right now. She she you know little Tay came out as well. Say again? Little Tay came out as well with um some chats she? she had with him. Yeah. After she deleted her social media right. post and all that, she came up back scene crying. Rest in peace, X. And all that bullshit. Honestly, I feel like in the music industry, and Drake said it best, you know, when he goes, um, he said his lyric, he was like, if I die now, I'll only get bigger. This word's of my, you know. Um, I feel like beef fuels um, traffic and and fuels um, notoriety. So the rap game in general and just actually I'm gonna just say yes yeah, mostly the hip hop industry is fueled by conflict. Like think about it. Every song's about some yeah. beef 
with somebody, if it's not beefing with your money, it's taking somebody's girl. Like, if it's not taking somebody's girl, it's hustling because this world ain't going to give it to you and you got to take it. You know what I mean? It's about flipping a brick or flipping something. So, or it's about, you know, each other and, like, who they're competing with. Like, everything about the rap game is fueled by competition. You know, I I agree with you. Like, if you think about, like, how rap kind of started, it's it's because uh, it was a reflection, you know, through poetry of the struggle of conflict that uh, we were, those artists were experiencing and that's what it turned into. And since then, it hasn't really drifted off from its roots. It's just instead of a uh, conflict of, oh, uh, this isn't right, social justice, it's now, as you said, like it's a beef whether it's beef with money, beef with, you know, girl, beef with, you know, each other. It's, there's always a conflict. And every song is basically a conflict with some sort of thing, person, entity, or material. And as much as it's entertainment for us, because we consume that, like, there's no denying that we consume that. It also makes the relationship uh, part kind of very strained. If you notice in the uh, any other genre of music, let's say like rock, you know, I did an interview with Alliteration, which if you haven't listened to, please check it out. Um, and one of the things that X said to me, not in that interview, but personally, was that uh, contrary to hip-hop, because we were in a group talking about hip-hop, contrary to hip-hop, rock is a very no-drama zone, where if there's any uh, sort of drama, you kind of get shunned at blacklist, because they don't really, they have a very, very zero tolerance for drama, and the whole community is supposed to be all love, and you notice how there's not that many of you know those artists dying and getting shot and i'm just you know i I could be just chatting out my ass but i i honestly think you know due to the due to the roots of hip-hop that really kind of reflects on us today and how we treat each other I don't know if that's like the roots of hip hop because, you know, when hip hop started, it was all, you know, it was all fun. It was like, you know, a hip hop, a hippie that like it wasn't coming at nobody um, unless, you know, you were rapping at, you know, unless it was like a battle or something like that. No, no, no. Um, I'm not saying um, I'm not saying um, they're coming at someone, but I mean, a reflection of conflict of. For example, like how how like racial inequality and stuff like that stuff all like the culture yeah stuff that actually you know needed to be brought up to raise awareness and now it's now it's like coming at people it's fun and groovy and 
it was a fun way uh, to ease tension of you know culture conflict. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm just, I just really, I want all of this, you know, violence to end. Uh, and, uh, where you say check it, fam? Like, like uh, listening to some of X's music, right? He drifted a bit, drifted in a sense that, uh. He was talking about he was rapping about society and oppression and all that thing, man. I guess it's like his music was not really focused on, you know, the chain and the the woman and all that thing, man. Right. So he was kind of different from. Right. You know, that's why I respected him. And you know just to add on to what you you're saying, um it's Unfortunately, it's true, but you know, people don't like different people when you don't necessarily fit into a certain lifestyle uh, where everything is the norm. Where you rap about the uh, the industry, the money, the the girls, the, the cars, and like same shit, different artists. And you come with an individual who doesn't do that, you know, not only is it like a a breath of fresh air, but now he's kind of like, like I said, people don't like different. So I'm just... Even the labels. Because labels are thinking what makes me money and they, they, they have the formula, well... If the formula's not broken, we don't need to fix it. So we can just pump out as many of this as possible until, you know, trends change. If you notice over the years, this is how the trend changed because someone took a chance on Trap and now Trap is Trap is banging right now. J. Cole said Trap beats is a thing, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it is. You can even start to see it in even Kendrick. Uh, he was on a trap song. Was like, am I into trap? No, but the beat is, it, it gets you hype. It, it gets you into the song. I think it has an effect on people, you know, people people really mess with it. Like, um, right. I know that J. Cole has like a cult following with his fans. Kendrick has a cult following with his fans because not only did they innovate in the, in the industry of music they're in, but they really they made a point to connect with the people and bring an experience to them, um, which is why they have the following they do, um, and the right. loyal the loyal following that they do. Um, I feel right. like that's how trap came on. It was like a whole new experience, you know. Like you can't listen to a trap song and not move, and you might hate the fact that you're moving if you hate trap. But like if you like trap. Or you just you're just listening to it in the car. There's no way your head's not banging, you know. Right. So, one thing that I I just I hated like is when you know news was first coming out, and 
we were seeing foot footage of all of this happening. The yeah. with their phones who went up close to the car recording fam that's so disrespectful and that's disgusting like yeah fam because like i mean i like i saw the news thread that x got shot fell asleep got up back all over the internet all over instagram i'm just seeing x's body in the car fam x is Damn, dead. some people haven't even seen a body like how are you gonna put that out there and how come he's still in the car? Why didn't you call the ambulance? Why isn't he in an ambulance? There, there were people who were like genuine people who went to check his pulse and everything. I don't know. Something's very fishy about this whole situation because I never saw any police pulled up as these guys were recording. I'm not sure if if the guys who went to check on his pulse, if they call the authorities or not. But. Yeah, yeah to add to that, fam. Like, right. Yeah, to add to that, fam. Like, uh, the witness. First, like, the first uh, statement was um, they saw, like, some guys, you know, red mask. Right. And then, like, the statement changed. And now it's a black mask. And... Yeah, so I'm just like, yo, which which F mask was the guys wearing? You get what I'm saying? That whole scene just it it looks off. It something I don't know. I don't want to be a conspiracy conspiracy theorist or whatnot, but honestly, honestly, like yeah. I agree though. Like when I was watching the vids back, like something just didn't look right. You know, something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but whenever I, I I look at something and I guess like a gut feeling like no, this is something's wrong with this scene. You know, I I tend to follow it uh, because you know more often than not, uh, I, like I feel like I would be correct in that situation. I don't know the whole story. I don't want to make assumptions. I don't want to. This is not a conspirative. Uh, type of podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just here to tell you how it is, and that just didn't look right to me. But yeah, I these guys. I, oh, had to have been. Yeah, it was because, too clean. It was too clean for him. Yeah, they would have had to know where he was going, know when he was going to stop, and buy his motorbike, and like, fam, not an ounce of blood. And he killed someone for a Louis bag. A Louis bag, fam. Like, that's just. There's so many things that just don't add up. Have we heard anything oh, about check. the trial yet for the the people that did it? Like, are they caught? Because ain't no way somebody getting away with taking out an individual who got a net worth of a mil or more. Like, you're just not. You're not getting away with that. <laughs> Uh, there was one suspect in cust- from the last uh, article I've read. There's one suspect in custody, and they're still looking for two more suspects. Uh, I'm not sure if they've caught them, uh, but 
I do know that the investigation is still ongoing. Uh, I don't believe they've gone to trial as yet. Hmm. Well, did you know X X's parents are, uh, are Jamaican, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, I mean, his dad, his dad, his dad is broken from like, word. Like, I mean, it's it's a very, very, very fucked up situation, and I do wish the best for his family. Uh, he did seem like a an honorable and respectable individual, uh, despite the controversy to his music and his name. And I'm even though I'm a little upset that it happened, I'm glad that the that the um, domestic abuse accuser came clean and cleared his name. So he doesn't. Yeah, and he has a kid on the way. He has a kid on the way as well. Well, <sighs> oh, I, I didn't know that. That kind of, that hits me hard because, like, imagine growing up without, you know, your dad and knowing he was this big, influential sort of artist. It's, that takes a, that takes a toll on. Uh, on a kid. Yeah, but I I really don't like the fans though. Like some of the exes, like X X X uh Tentacion fans, right. like they're saying that it should have been what's that rapper's name? Little Skies. Yeah, that that's that's what's trending right now. That's what they're saying. Because even how are you gonna wish that's that upon somebody fans. else? Saying that it's culture F though. Like, I think any fan base, like, there are the good ones and there are the, like, extreme ones that, like, are, like, that literally wish death upon other people. I mean, for example, like, honestly, I'm I'm seeing in our culture and every day today, people are not only are they being desensitized, to having feelings in general, you know, which is probably why a lot of people are going through um, depression because people don't know how to deal with it and they don't feel like they're in a real world anymore. They don't know what feeling is anymore, you know? Like, I feel like people nowadays are losing touch with their humanity. That's true. And that's just what it is. That's like what is going on with our society. Like, with those kids at the border, like, how can you see a child? How can you take a person and put them in a cage that's innocent, let alone it be a child? Let alone it be a thousand or more children. Like, how do you do that in good consciousness, you know? I think, and I mean, I, I know this is like, this has nothing to do with um, XXS, but what it does have to do with XXS X is uh, the people that were taking videos you know, the fans saying, oh, it should have been this other person. Like, what are they going to do when that other person, you know, God forbid, goes through some trouble where it looks like a where it looks like a death or whatever, or their wish comes true? What would they do if that happened? As you said, they won't, they won't be like, oh, as you crap. said, they won't care for them because they don't from the beginning. 
what what will happen? I don't mention you. Know, we can't forget uh, Little Wapo. That guy died as well. That rapper died. Uh, I think it was the same around the same time as uh, X died. He Mad. got shot as well because he was be- he was going to sign to Taylor Gang. That's Wiz Khalifa's music group. Yeah. But, yo, I, I really agree with uh, what HD is saying is that, yo, I think people are losing it from, like, people just don't care anymore. They, they think that, all right, it's good to just say anything. All right, it should have been this guy. And it's like nothing. You get what I'm saying? Something is really wrong with uh, some of these people, fam. Like, word. Like, going back to what um, uh, HD said, and that, like, what if their wish came true? Honestly, I I can tell you, the same thing that's happening with X right now is just going to happen with the other person, where everyone's like, uh, rest in peace this person rest in peace that person uh, they were much loved and much loved and some of these guys are going to be the same um, uh, ex-fans who wish death upon this person <laughs> who's going to be like oh rest in peace and you, know and you know what's going to happen because this guy is now uh, dead they're going to wish death upon another person and it's just going to continue and continue and continue if, you know, all of these wishes come true. Like, and Yeah, it's it's so fucked up that people can't just be human like anymore. Yeah. Well, I another thing is, and, and it's good to be conscious of this and be mindful in these situations that for every... I'm going to say it for every jackass out there, you know, bandwagon fan that's wishing that, you know, someone who's lost touch with their humanity in that moment, because, you know, there's probably other parts in their life where they are, you know, they're acting like a right. human. Um, you know, there's people like, you know, there's people like us who, who are being real, you know, there's, there's real people out there and it typically the majority of people are good. Right. You know, you just, you just see the negative out in the front you know like xx passed xxx passed away to um not today but um on the day that he passed but how many children were born you know so i think another thing with um that we're dealing with in our society maybe the reason that people are losing touch with humanity is they're seeing negative all Mm -hmm. the time and not really and the positive isn't having the opportunity to be in yeah, the Yeah, it's the media. It's the news. All of that. Right. Right, right, right. Well, speaking of positivity, um, just to close out, um, XXX Tentacion, you know, uh, I do wish you, you are in a better place. I do wish your family is grieving in a safe and it's weird to say comfortable or peaceful, but, you know, I hope that they're all right. To all the fans who miss them, who miss him, you know, uh, I feel for you. And to, to everyone who he has, you know, 
helped in some sort of way, touched, inspired. Um, keep doing what you're doing because, you know, he would want you to keep living life uh, human. And shout out to everyone who does live human out there. You guys are amazing. Uh, moving on to... To happier things you know as things come to an end or people come to an end as hd said life is also born and we have two albums that were released to us both of which kanye are on born from the fires of the we have Kanye releasing an album called Yay a couple weeks back and then the following Friday him and Kid Cudi release a joint album called Kid Sea Ghosts. Alright. Let's start with let's start with Yay. Very Can we just talk about how real he got? Ah. Uh, I was surprised. This was a very, very short album, and it's probably one of the most Kanye albums I've listened to, if that makes any sense. Very transparent. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you What do you think, Easy? Man, like. Um, I listen to the album every day. Um, not just yeah, no, but <laughs> let's listen. Like yeah, like all right, I have it in a playlist, <laughs> other music in it. So and one track from it or whatnot. Fam, I'm really digging this album, you know. Really digging this album for real, like. As you said, yo, it's a it, it's a Kanye album. I don't know what the other albums were, right? Like Jesus and all that. From I don't know what that was. Uh, Saint Pablo, no, feeling like Pablo, Pablo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was, was that wasn't Kanye. I don't know who that was. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, yo, this is a Kanye album, and I like. Like, yeah, he got, from start to finish, I feel like he got real with his audience, and it was a breath of fresh air, you know? And I I like the, I like the uh, the tagline. Hold on, let me see if I can pull this up, because I, I can't get this wrong. <laughs> on the cover of the album, um, Oh yeah, that album cover. That he message kind of, right uh, there. Yeah, yeah, for real. Addresses his uh I think he was it was on oh, something right. like Yes, I'm bipolar and it sucks goes, or something it, it like goes, that. I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. And like that <laughs> that life that, that's smart. Smart. That's smart. That's that smart. Line right there, I was just 
I see what it's so like it's so clever on so many levels. Like, like it it was a well done album, and it was surprisingly short. But I mean, of course, it was short because uh, we get into Kitsy Ghosts, and you kind of combine them together because there was. But uh, right. But hold on, Daytona did the same approach. Uh, that's uh, Pusha T. Ah, shit, man. What was it? Yeah, Pusha T's uh, album when he did straight. But I think that that's the same approach because Kanye produced it. And I think that seven track listing is a smart move. You get what I'm saying? Because right. people can go through it and then review it. Right. You know, a wise man once um once told me his name is Deshaun. Um he said people listen when you say more with less words. Word. 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 I agree. Like he was like, make every word count. And I think that's what these artists were doing with the short track albums is it's way more bang and more message and it's more impactful because there's it's it's such a limited thing it's like when that you know it's like you're in a room at a party or whatever and then that one quiet person who never talks just out of nowhere fuck, just just says it yeah and everybody stops and turns right. around honestly like really? i was just very excited for a kid cutty album and I hope that they collab more because Kid See Ghost was just it was um, it was this is, it was a yeah, kid cutty album it, that we, we wanted yeah. and deserved and it was Kanye it was crazy Kanye, I guess I'm gonna call it, but it was but it wasn't like it wasn't like bonkers Kanye. It was more like, you know, just like what he said. That expressive yeah. Kanye. Kanye going yeah, through just stuff. Like <laughs> on, on, yeah. I mean, like, track four stood out for me. Ghost Town Part 2, right. 3. That stood out for me, fam. Like, I love this. But yeah, I'm like, like, oh, uh, not to cut. I feel like, uh, no, not feel like, uh, Kid Cudi helped me through my depression um, through high school, fam. Right. Fam, I'm a major, major Kid Cudi fam, man. Trust me. Right. And this album right here, man, this is a gift. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Like Kid Cudi, I, I just I love his like I loved his music. Like his music, it just it makes you feel it, it makes you feel it makes you feel good in a way that it's like it elevates you to a point where you just chill. If you know what I mean. Like one yeah. of my like, I feel like Kid Cudi music has ambiance. 
Right. Like one of my favorite um, songs. I mean, I know it's like played out and like cliche, but like I remember when Day and Night first came out. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't hear Day and Night, you like, do now. When Day and Night first came out, like I low key had that on my playlist for about two, three months. Because it was such a good song. Well, what about personally? I was going to get there. And even some of the stuff that it wasn't exclusively Kid Cudi, songs like Make Her Say. Fam. Yeah. Make Her Say is like one of my favorites as well. Pursuit of Happiness is just... like All of those songs, right? They're not too like aggressive. And it just makes you want to chill. And it brings you to a point where, like, you chill and you forget about a lot of stuff that's happening around. I feel like um, listening to yeah. Kid Cudi is like doing hard shrooms-type drugs and it just takes you on a mental trip. But without the drugs. <laughs> what are you on <laughs> I'm I'm just like I feel like every time you listen to Kid Cudi, it's like it's a trip, yeah. In a way, yeah, it's a mental trip. Uh, it's a mental I, I get, yeah, I get yeah, because, yeah. One, one of my best memory is when I was in the hills here in Jamaica, looking down at the city lights, listening to First Youth of Happiness. Oh, that must have been wavy. Fam, fam, trust me, I have to do that again. Well, no, probably with Kids See Ghosts or probably the Yeah album, but yo, fam, I have to do that again. Trust me. I feel like when artists go through adversity, because you know what's going on with Kanye and everything, um... I feel like that's when they drop their realest albums because it's all about reflection. Like when yeah. Kanye dropped, you know, I'm I'm a diehard fan of um, what's his name, College Dropout and Graduation, you know, because it, it told a story, right. you know, it was relatable. Um, yeah, for real. I feel like when people go through things, they get in touch with their humanity again, and they produce right. real art. And you know what? Like because. I was just waiting on when Kid Cudi released uh, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying back in, back in 2017. I was, I was like, mm-hmm. yes, Kid Cudi's back. Like, But then I got a little bit scared because I was very, very scared that he would slip and fall into depression and just like, you know, take it easy. But it's good to see him like back again and like yeah he was he was going through a lot of stuff man like I remember a stage show he was uh, performing and he went up to a fan because she had her camera out and all, and all that and he just fainted right in front of her oh wow yeah fam like that was scary man like my heart dropped right there fam I don't think I'd know how to react if I was that fan. I'd be like, wait, I'm not the artist. 
Why they faint in front of yeah. me? Yeah, it's uh, he, he, he fainted. I, I think he was overworked mm-hmm. or something like that. But you know, Kid Cudi takes drugs mm-hmm. and you know, antidepressants and that thing. But I mean, I'm just I don't yeah. mess with those stuff. I don't like, I will, I will uh, light a spliff here and there, but I don't really mess with those stuff. But. Right. I mean, talk, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter if I, if I try it or not, it just doesn't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I want, I, I want to try something on the show where, I just we take a break from you know the topic and we just have a little aside and a little like side conversation just for people to think about. Are you trying to smoke a? Are you trying to smoke a split no. on the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> just explain to the audience that it doesn't work. <laughs> so you worded that. You worded that with the uh, you premise premise that with uh, Let, the excitement there. Let's uh let's do a little story time, right? So imagine uh, a ghost. On... <laughs> you think? Imagine a young ghost, right? His questions. <laughs> yeah, stop laughing, Derek. Stop laughing. Stop laughing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I can do this. All right. A ghost on his he, quest. He's never been high before, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> All right. I did not see. I'm sorry. I didn't see that coming because I I pictured Casper. Okay. <laughs> Yo, forget so... the story. I'll I'll add it on later because <laughs> you guys are laughing way too. No, no, no! I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to. No. Okay, I'm I'm ready. We ready. Long right, story short is, um, I have tried plenty of times, in different manners. You know, through edibles, through you know, ripping bongs, like, full-on, like, different strands of, like, strong, strong stuff. Every time, it doesn't work. And that... Like, oh, like... What do you mean? That's the outcome. I I can tell you how. How can Casper get high (laughs) if he has no lungs? <laughs> oh, oh! He got kicked. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? No. He's so strong. Like you have no lungs in your chest. So it's in the chest, you got. No, it's. Be shame about uh, I've been there before. What? He was, no, bro. I was talking was about like ghosts saying that ghosts don't have lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
No, I'm, I'm gonna sit down now. <laughs> I should. Sit, I should sit down. The outcome of it is just that it just didn't have an effect on me. Like I would sit there and watch everyone else eat, get high, and trust me, they're very apparent when they're high. And oh, oh so you. I, I genuinely don't, and I've tried over like the past two years just to know what it would like feel like. Not that I would, I'm like a uh, an avid smoker. Just you know, something. Okay, 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 Thanos. They got the Infinity Gauntlet as well, right? <laughs> yo, yo, my say yeah. He's missing the reality stone. That's yeah. what it is. I, I be careful when I snap my fingers, fam. What? We talk about that movie. I I, I finally saw it. Um, nope. You didn't see it. How do you know about the snapping? I know what happens and people have big mouths and can't keep their mouths fucking shut. So, I'm not gonna waste my money to see the movie. I'm not angry, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I, I walked out of that theater. I walked out of that theater feeling lost. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, what? like, there, there I, was something that you both have seen it, right? <laughs> yep. That's all. Right. That's all. So, what pisses me off the most is the movie prior to that was Black Panther, right? Fam, we've had yeah. one movie with this nigga. One. And you tell me the next okay. Which is full of contradictions, right? He goes and he's saying, This is no place to die. And then turns to Ash. Yep. Like I you know, that kind of that goes back into what we were saying at the beginning of the show. You know, it's like when you on top, because that movie broke all kinds of records. You know? Yeah. And there's and there's this thing when you when you're black, especially when you're black, that you just know you made it when everyone's after you and they want to take you out. Like But all right, in the comics, in the comics, uh T'Challa got the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. He had it at one point. Well, we occur. But how are you going to know this? Faded to Ash. I don't... I, I was disappointed when I saw that. I was like, how are you going to... Yeah. That's why I said there's a lot of sun. Like... Yeah. I, I, I was just a little pissed off because I've seen the scene... And I was just like, you know what? I'm not spending any money on this movie. Screw Marvel <laughs> Universe. Like, can't even watch Marvel anymore. They they killed the only two superheroes I really cared about. Well, three. Which was Black Panther, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange. And I was just like... Spider-Man. I like the new Spider-Man because he's... A lot of people have been saying that, like, okay, Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Uh, Andrew Garf. Andrew Garf. Bill, Bill, of course. 
There's no argument to that, bro. He nah, is the I, best fighter. I beg to differ because he was way too coy what as Spider Man. It's coy. <laughs> Spider Man, if you look at Spider Man in the comics, he's a lot like Deadpool, where he's very braggadocious and he's very confident. Well, well, probably in true, his younger true. days. Well, that's and that's another part of it is that Tobey Maguire was too old. Spider Man was a teenager. Right. Well, he was, well, he was a kid. I personally feel like well, Andrew Garfield played I the best Spider Man. Wholeheartedly, I disagree. Like I thought he was. All right, I'm seeing this in a. Because we grew up with right. Toby, fam. That's, that's the right now, I do think that yeah. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man right now. Right now. Because he... I agree that Andrew Garfield was a was a good Spider-Man, but, like, a pretty shit Peter Parker. Like, there's no way around that. He didn't really play Peter the way that Peter was supposed to be played, in my opinion. But he played Spider-Man in that kind of... Uh, like, have you seen Aunt May? Aunt May is fine. I'm... Bro, we have to talk about that. Give her a topic, man. Something is like, up with her. Fam. Aunt May in Homecoming, I'm just like, I mean, Aunt May, give me like two more years. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these guys, guys like, hey. Teach me. <laughs> like, I'm in class. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> sorry. Just sorry. I'm A. I was like, what? Y'all look like that? We can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just going to let him really? talk. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, don't let me. It'll get worse. Let's stop. Let's, let's move on. Hmm. I, I do like um, the the direction that they chose, you know. Try to make Aunt May kind of relatable, I guess. You know, not have extremely old Aunt May as was played in both uh, Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man. Just kind of have that, you know. Late thirties, early forties, kind of attractive, uh, Aunt May. Told you to avoid that. That was good. <laughs> <R. P. laughs> I would give Aunt May free food if I was that that restaurant owner. That scene. <laughs> <there. laughs> My number on a napkin too. Shoot. But oh, what is this podcast become? All right, this is foul. But I would be like, I know your husband's not home because I've seen the right, movie. Right. <laughs> we need to stop. See, I told you. <laughs> I didn't even I get to finish you. my thought. <laughs> I like the direction that they took. Having a younger cast, it kind of it's very smart because they're trying to relate this to a younger audience, obviously, because Spider Man is it, it's it's 
it's supposed to relate to people who are in like high school. Like let's let's be honest here. Pete, the whole story is you know Peter Parker in high school. Da 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 da. da him grow up. And you know, I I like that take on it, but that's all I'm going to say. Are we all thinking about no. May right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> all right, two out of three of the 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 guests or the hosts of the other podcast were thinking about May. I was more thinking of uh, MJ. Or the girl who played MJ. In the latest movie. Because, you know, she's around our age. Is she? I, see, that's another thing. They, like, portrayed those kids as kids. Well, I kind of see them as kids. Like, Zendaya is literally, like, what? Oh, that's right. Zendaya was MJ. I thought you were talking about um the Falcon's daughter. Uh no, but I mean my vote is on uh Aunt May because Aunt May has experience, fam. See, this is what see we're gonna we need to get <laughs> off this subject. There may be some viewers who aren't ready for this. You know <laughs> the show's called Music and Magic. <laughs> And it's very mad that we're still on the topic of Ame for the past 18 minutes. Ame looked mad beautiful. <laughs> I would take Ame on mad dates. I'm going mad just thinking about all the things I would do in Ame. <laughs> this is, it's bad because now I'm looking up. <laughs> Um, I do want to talk about Childish Gambino, his appearance in the in the movie, and um, and Zendaya, and how they're really coming up in their acting careers. I was talking to somebody one day, and you know, it was it was an old head, and they were and they were saying how the old days of music and art in the in the theater industry, you had real legends, you had real talent. Right nowadays, you guys don't have that, and and they and they challenged me, and they were like, "Name somebody who would be on the caliber of a of a Prince, of a Arnold Schwarzenegger, of a um, of a Sylvester Stallone, um, of a mm-hmm. of a Michael Jackson, right, or a Phil Collins," and they were just naming all these older. Um, older actors and, and musicians, and then from that day on, I started looking at our culture and the, and, the, and our modern day um, entertainers, and started looking for who's gonna come up and who's gonna be the come up of, of legend that you know they kind of make the history of our time and influence the history of our time. Um, I definitely think Kendrick did something with DNA. Um, I saw, but to see Zendaya popping up in the industry more and more, and to see Childish Gambino, especially after he dropped "This Is America," and for that video, to go on, so yeah, "This Is America," feel free to uh, 
rewind to a, a previous music in madness where we give our thoughts on that. But continue. Selfless blood. Yep. I'm seeing these artists become more and more prevalent. And I think that they're definitely not only capable of big things and showing to be capable of big things, but I'm re- I really see these two dominating the industry. Like, probably yeah, Gambino has, has um, three seasons of Atlanta now. I don't watch TV, man, so I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Well, if you haven't yeah, seen that, I'll definitely check that out. But, yeah, I I, I follow Zendaya on Instagram, and, like, she's always, like, she kind of reminds me of uh, Drake in the way she plans out things. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, all right, look, look. I think I kind of see what you're because, saying, but I'm listening. <laughs> like, I love that laugh, though. <laughs> because Drake is very, very like low key about all of his uh, things, and he wants everything. He plays chess with uh, with with the music industry, right? He, he puts mm-hmm. out what he needs to put out when he needs to put out for a specific reason and like I feel like I've been seeing similarities you know not exactly the same way but um, yeah she's younger so she like posts like normal pictures and whatever but she also plans things in a manner where it's very subtle and it's very deliberate when things do come out and i'm not i'm not saying she's playing chess maybe like maybe checkers <laughs> oh that's gonna sound like an insult of that way no matter how i play it <laughs> <laughs> A little less complicated, but she's still playing the game yeah, of strategy. Like, what I'm trying to Ooh. say is not on the level of Drake, obviously, because Drake is Drake is Drake is a mastermind is like in the way he plays the I just think she she's taking a leaf from I'm... there and she's also strategizing. Because if you look at if you didn't know, she used to be on a Disney show. And like her co-star and her have taken different paths. Bella Thorne is she's wild. <laughs> it is more calm and like collected and reserved and doesn't really like doesn't really like do anything that's unnecessary. She's more focused on uh, black excellence, whereas Drake is, you know, focused on music. Hmm. I see Drake really, um, really representing black excellence also in his music. Like, honestly, 
as a, as a young professional, I listen to his music a lot to motivate myself sometimes um, and inspire myself because everything that he's been creating usually has a has what I like to call a boss mentality, you know, and others will refer to mm-hmm. as a boss mentality where you don't, you know, you don't, you realize that you're not like everybody else and you really adopt that mindset and understand the rules that come along with it, you know, because everyone wants to be the boss and so they got to be the boss and they have to right. deal with what the boss has to deal with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been seeing things like when, like Drake knows he sits on top right now, like the way he came out with, um, with Duffy, how he first came into the, came into the verse, you know, with a sigh, you know, I just related to that so much. And anybody who's listening to it could really tell us like, like somebody who's, who's hungry and on the ground, they don't feel like that. They don't have that sigh. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm hungry, you know, Only the people yeah, are yeah. Hungry like that where they're mentally tired that they got to defend their championship. You know, I mean, I mean, I I think they're coming from two different places. I I guess we're like going to, we're going to slip in a little bit of the uh, Drake and push a beef because we actually haven't discussed it because it was so short, but yeah, like as you mentioned before, the whole side is like, uh, another one that I have to buddy. Like, okay. And it just sounded like Drake was like, yo, if I'm really right now, while I'm doing the album, all right, if this is what you want. Honestly, I feel like that could, you know what? Ghost, I don't know if we could talk about this now. This might have to wait for the next episode. It's all right, just too well, much. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, in that case, if you do want to hear us talk about Drake, Pusha T, as well as his new album, Scorpion, which... (laughs) No, I'm listening to it. Which all of us will be listening to at some point. Probably return tomorrow or sometime this week because... I really want to get this up and out there to you. I really want to listen to this. I really want to listen to it twice, thrice. This is this is this is great. This is great. Uh, if you did enjoy, feel free to favorite this podcast. If you're not on Anchor, then feel free to just to subscribe to me, and you'll be notified when I'm currently making episodes, uploading episodes, and you will be the first to be notified when I do release new episodes. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram to also be notified when I release stuff, my link is in the description of the Anchor. If you don't use Anchor, follow at Z-W-E-I-A-M-A-G-H O-S-T-T on Instagram and DM us ideas for whatever you want us to talk about. Let me know if you're excited that Music and Madness is back. This will be returning. This will be a permanent thing. And 
let's give a warm, warm welcome and round of applause to our newest addition to the Third Times of Charm crew, HD. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for, you know, speaking your mind. Really, really appreciate it. No Thank problem. A uh, quick shout to, uh, to Tyler K for listening. Uh, I know I shouted you out in the previous episode, but we, we talked the other day, so you shout out to you. Thank you very much for listening. Once bitten, twice shy, but third time's a charm. God bless and peace.